episode 91 we're here i'm so happy yes uh one step closer to 100 i'm forced hall i am here with no one today but i am happy to be here and this is real church matters because we talk real church matters because real church matters it always will i know for the dedicated few who listen weekly you may have heard and said i didn't hear a new episode last week what happened um literally nothing was wrong i just when you're only led you oftentimes have to fight yourself and i did not feel compelled to do a podcast even though i could have and i had time to i did not feel compelled to and it bothered me because I really wanted to be consistent and do it every week. But since I didn't feel led to, I, I began to go in my mind and realize that a lot of times we have to be careful that we're not doing things out of a consistency within ourselves, but out of a consistency of obedience to God. And so I'd rather be consistently obedient than be consistent in my podcast uh routine so um and it's funny because i was just talking about how consistent i was in doing the podcast and then i get this understanding that i shouldn't celebrate anything but being consistent in obeying god and you know that's the cool thing and that's not what today is about maybe we'll talk about that one day but uh today is about thanksgiving and uh before we get into that housekeeping you can always listen how you've been listening but if you ever want to spread the word to people to listen you can always tell them realchurchmatters.com is where all the episodes are and outside of realchurchmatters.com they can use the podcast app search real church matters or soundcloud search real church matters or they can go on google or bing i know people use other search engines other than google those are interesting people um you should meet someone who uses Bing. <laughs> no judging, though. No, we're not judging people that don't use Google, but uh, we are at the same time. Anyway, you can search those, search the internet. You'll find Real Church Matters. Get your hands on it. Like us, share us, subscribe, review, <sighs> tell people about us. You know, um, it always is beneficial as always please remember it's obedience over audience but since you all are here y'all can watch me or listen to me be obedient i'm thankful for the love that god gives me each day to change each hour each minute each second um i'm thankful for where i'm at in life with my family i love my husband and i'm thankful for God bringing us closer together through him, through his word, through prayer. I'm thankful for all the pressure of life that turns us into different people, which make us better in Christ. And I'm thankful for being able to move, even though I'm sick, being able to push through with the strength and staying alert to God's voice. I'm thankful for having my family who assist with, you know, encouraging me, 
through word of God, through just smiling at me, through just being there. Lord, I'm just so thankful for a Bible study, Wednesday night service. I'm thankful for God allowing me to teach the girls to dance and me growing in that and just seeing God's love pour through me to the girls and them to show people how to worship through Christ and um, heal and deliver through dance. I'm just so thankful for being in this spot this very day. And I love God because he's always there and he never fails me. And I'm glad that I can hear his voice every day on what to do. I'm glad that I can evaluate myself and improve myself every day. In episode 91, we are talking about Thanksgiving. And I feel I feel like this is this is interesting because I went into this month of November and I was telling people like, I really feel like I'm in the holiday spirit. And <laughs> as I kept saying it to people, um, once again, you know, the way my mind is set up in this renewed mind, I began to question me saying that and the reality is is that I'm not so much in a holiday spirit as much as I am in a spirit of thankfulness and gratefulness I can't really say that's the holiday spirit because as I look in the scriptures to be thankful or to be grateful isn't something that we just entertain or something that we find ourselves in it's an active state of mind that we must put ourselves in. And it is a proper way of engaging with God. So in order to talk about Thanksgiving, you know, I, I did want to, throughout this podcast, you'll hear clips of people that are near and dear to me, people who I'm grateful for, saying what they're grateful for, what they're grateful to God for. And that was important to me because, you know, what better way to talk about Thanksgiving than to give thanks. And I want this podcast, this episode to be a memorial of thanks to God. I am truly thankful for another opportunity to be able to encourage the ones that's weak. And I am thankful for the times when I get weak. And I'm constantly encouraged by my awesome family, my wife, my mom, my dad, reading the word, church service. I'm thankful of the constant encouragement, even when the times may look bleak. It's always, the sun will always rise. And whether it's rise on the other side, as long as I know I'm going to be right with God, I'm fine with that. So that's what I'm thankful for, all the opportunities that he has given me to be able to impact my life and my family. Uh, well, I'm thankful for just being able to come home to a, a 
God-fearing family every night and just the support that I have from everyone around me to continue to try to be a better person each and every day. Uh, I'm eternally grateful to God for this past year and all the things that he's shown me in this year about myself um, through situations, through the word, through the teaching, the, the people in my life who've taught me, the, the spirit that has revealed things to me. I feel like this is the most productive year of growth spiritually that I've had because I'm, I'm not going through it understanding who I am, but understanding who I am in God. And that's a difference. And that's a blessing to be in this place. I'm so grateful to each and every situation that I faced. I'm grateful to every person that I've come to know or to know in a greater way in God this year. I'm so grateful for my business and the opportunities that God continues to push through my life. I'm, I'm thankful for the gifts that he's given me. I'm, I'm thankful for the understanding he's given me and how, how I understand him has bled into every pun intended, bled into every other part of my life and saturated my perspectives on everything else. And I'm the better for it. And I'm so grateful to that. And I hope other people feel the, the effects of the effect that God has on me and is continuing to have on me. Um, put me in a place I never thought I'd be. Um, this year, more than anything, more than any other year, I've caught myself paying attention to myself and saying, this force is, is the force that past forces would have looked at and said, could you be more corny? This was the force that force did not want to ever see. This is the force that forest of the past uh, was hoping never would come to fruition because he hated church and he hated uh, the things about church. And he especially hated those who seemed to buy into it and just be a little kooky with it. And I'm a little kooky with it now. And so um, I have moments of embarrassment where the past force gives me that awareness and I just feel a little cringy and awkward about who I've become. But then the other side of me is just so happy that there's this change in my life that totally went beyond what I wanted for the better. And I'm so thankful that God works that way, that he does things according to his plan and not mine's because in hindsight, I probably wouldn't like the person I wanted to be. And that's, uh, that's real and that's for somebody out there, but that's where my, my heart of gratefulness is just for what he's done in my life this past year, what he's done in the lives of those who are close to me. I was sharing with my brother, like, what a difference a year makes um, in who he is and how he thinks as a man. Not so much in the situation surrounding him, but who he is. And there's so many of my loved ones and my friends and those who I consider close to me 
who I can see the change in their life in just a mere 365 days from the past Thanksgiving. Um, I'm a better person. They're better people. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm excited for what this next year will do and what new Thanksgivings I'll have, what new gratefulness I'll understand and receive because he's always worked. As I began to reflect on all the things that I'm thankful for, the thing that stands out the most is for life, for strength, for being able to persevere even in the midst of trouble. Um, I'm thankful for the peace that God gives throughout the process of just everyday living and dealing with situations and circumstances. And I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my brothers, my sisters, my mom, my dad, um, just for everybody being able to come together and be able, being able to encourage one another. And I'm thankful for the Bible studies and for the random messages that touch you when no one else knows that you're going through. And for special moments that we share with one another that have grown. You know, I'm thankful for the relationships that keep me strong and that keep me encouraged. My husband, my kids, you know, my sisters, my brothers, just my whole family. Like, it's been an amazing year of ups and downs, bumps and bruises, but I am thankful for every second that God gave me with each and every one of you guys to learn from you, to listen to you, to hear your heart, and to hear His Spirit speak through you. I'm just so grateful um, beyond words. And I know that God is not done yet, that there is so much more that we have to give to one another. And I am just grateful for the opportunities that God has presented and that he will present for us to not only encourage one another, but to push all those people that are connected to us to greatness. I did want to share a few scriptures that kind of underscore that. Um, Revelations chapter 7, 11 through 13. Um, I figured if we're going to talk about this, we might as well start at the end or rather the beginning, depending on how you look at it. But in Revelations chapter 7, verse 11, it says, And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. And when I look at that, I, I understand the, the, the foundation of how we interact with God is through these, these truths that I don't think we engage with enough. And I think that going into, and I always feel like this, like going into the next year, I understand what I'm supposed to do. And, uh, Last year, I knew that I was going to be focused on establishing the foundations and the basics again. And engagement, I feel like engagement with God and engagement with people is where I feel like I'm going in this new year. And one of the ways that we engage with God is blessing 
and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. And so I look at this and I'm like, we have to honor God. That's how we interact with him. We have to give him thanks. That's how we interact with them. That's how we interact with them. Not because that's our how we want to, but that's how he wants us to. And I think that that's important. That Thanksgiving isn't just a, a one time a year thing, but it is good to have this moment that kind of coalesce together to to highlight this very foundational truth and this very important mindset that we should have at all times because that's how God wants to engage with us. That's the how he wants us to interact with him is that we give him thanks. So interestingly enough, I think people are more apt and more uh, ready to give God money than they are to give him thanks. I think that people would rather give him cash then give him a grateful This year, I am particularly grateful for my family. I think about all the families that God could have positioned me in at birth, and he specifically chose this family for me, and I am grateful because every day when I wake up, I'm able to hug and kiss my support system. I'm able to love the people who call my name out in prayer. I'm able to look at them and hold them and cherish the moments that we spent together laughing, the moments that we spent together crying. I know that it's because God loved me enough to give me a foundation called a family. And a lot of people don't have that. So I'm forever grateful that God gave that to me. And so when I look at First Thessalonians, 5, 17 through 19, it says, pray without ceasing. Once again, it's talking about these engagements with God, how it's important for us to pray without ceasing because prayer is a way that we engage with God. Then it tells us, give thanks in all circumstances. It says, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And I'm, I'm, when I read that, it just hit me like, I think that so much of what we do, we're, we're, we seem to be at a loss for how God wants to interact with us. And we, we're always talking about what he told us to do. But these simple truths, that it's in his will. It's his desire that we give thanks to him. In all circumstances. And so one of the things I put on Facebook, I mean, uh, Instagram, well, Facebook too, was the proper response to God is always thanks. Like there's never a time where it isn't appropriate to give him thanks. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, like he says right here, give thanks in all circumstances. And when I look at that word circumstance, I look at all the things I went through this year, good and bad, the only response to them is thanks to God. That when I have any other response, I'm not doing according to the will of God. 
when I am responding to what's going on in my life with complaining, when I'm responding with, with what's going on in my life with disappointment, with sadness, then I'm not doing what I've been called to do or asked to do if I want to engage with God. If you're not interested in engaging with God, if you're not interested in seeing what that looks like, then that's different. But for those of us to say we love God, then we are very interested in a him responding to us. And he only responds to those who speak his language. And he tells us that the language that he wants to interact in, he wants to interact with us in thankfulness. He wants the people of God to give thanks. He didn't ask you for nothing else. He asked you to give him Thanks. He asks you to cast your cares or give him your cares. He asks for you to give him praise and worship. He asks for you to give him your obedience, your life. He, he asks for these things and we're interested in engaging with God, but on our terms. We want to give God our complaints. We don't want to give him thanks, but that's what he wants. In all circumstances, I can just as much as I can list out a ton of things that went right this year. I can list out a ton of things that went wrong. But I can tell you that in all things, my response should be thanks. What does it mean to say thank you? What does it mean to be grateful, to be thankful? That means to acknowledge someone with a gesture of appreciation for what they have done or what they have influenced in your life. And even when things go bad, I understand it's still tinged, it's still drenched in God's fingerprints or God's workmanship or God's influence. He's doing something. It can't respond to what he's doing based on my lack of understanding of what he's doing. That's how we end up in disappointment. I can't respond to what God's doing with my lack of understanding of what he's doing because that's going to take me to a place of sadness. I have to just take what's happening with a grateful heart. I have to take what's happening with a thankful heart. Knowing that this is God's doing. Even when it's just people doing them, it's God's doing. Even when it's people sabotaging themselves or hurting other people or hurting my, me or hurting a situation or opportunity, I have to respond to that in thanks to God. I don't have to tell the person thank you. You know, that'd be crazy. You look at somebody slapping you in your face and you're like, thanks for hitting me. I really appreciate that. Like, if you didn't hit me, I would have never woke up. No, let's not get silly with this. What I'm saying is no matter what's happening, my response to God should be, thank you. Now, your response to people, that's different. Sometimes we our response to people is no response at all. Sometimes I respond in silence. Sometimes I respond in long, long suffering. Sometimes I don't respond in nothing but prayer. But no matter what to God, I should respond in thanks. Thanks in all circumstances.
I'm grateful for family, for life, for joy, for strength. But right now, I am so grateful for God's grace and the growth. Seeing we have experienced things we don't deserve. There is an assurance of his grace that is present. I thank him for that. What can separate us from his love? I can honestly say nothing. Great understanding fuels us to grow. Knowing what the trials that my family had and I have been through, it makes me stronger. Knowing that I can be an example of his glory. I can show others of his grace. It's an opportunity to be a living example, living sacrifice. And I'm happy about it. I'm thankful for it. See, we're not defined by the obstacles that God allows us to go through, but we are ushered into greatness by the one who is sovereign, the one who knows all, the one who has created us. So although giving up everything might not sound reasonable, I know that it is. It's my reasonable service. So I say thank you, God, for all the opportunities to show your glory. I'm thankful. Because only then can I do exactly what he said in the next verse, which is do not quench the spirit. See, when we are operating in thankfulness, we open ourselves up to God continuing to work in our lives. He sees how we respond to his hand and he's happy. It would be like if somebody touched you and you withdrew away from them. They would be like, well, what's wrong? Like, you don't want me to touch you? And, and you could say all day like, no, no, it's fine. Like, But in their mind, they saw how you responded to their touch and they, they saw that you were repulsed or you, you pulled back or you were hesitant. And in that, it let them know your body language. Let them know that you were not receptive to their touch. I want God to know I'm receptive to his touch. Even if it may not feel good, I'm receptive to his touch because I know He's God and he loves me. There's a reason we give thanks. And I think that's the coolest part of looking at these scriptures. Is that in these scriptures, I'm able to see that there's a reason I should give thanks. I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful for strength and I'm thankful for the struggle. I'm thankful for all the many things God has done this year in the past years I have a spirit of gratitude I'm thankful for my family all the things God has done for me and I'm thankful for God healing me and that's it I'm thankful for God's continuous presence in my life I'm thankful for my wife I'm thankful for God being the bridge to connect to my wife and myself when challenges arise. 
So when we look back, now we're going to the earlier scriptures now. And we go to First Chronicles. This is the first time the word thanks shows up in the Bible. And in First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 6 through 8, and he says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. So I understand that thanks is something that we must do. There's not enough to just have a mind of thankfulness or a heart of thankfulness or be grateful, but that this is a, has an outwardly response as well, that we should make known our thanks for God to the world. God, that's the way God wants us to engage with him by engaging with people with thanks to him. He's like, man, this person not just honors and is welcoming my hand in their life, but they're telling other people how thankful they are that my hand is in their life. And he says, oh, give thanks. David demands it of the people. He demands it of the people because there's a responsibility as king that everything connected to him responds and honors God. Like he honors him and responds to him in his heart. I, I want everything in my life to be a thanks to God. I want every person in my life to give thanks to God. I want to make sure they know. People need to know why I am who I am. Why I have the abilities that I have. And why I do what I do is not because of me. All thanks be to God. He said, you have to do this. You have to make known God's deeds among the people. How? Why? I do that by opening my mouth. And why? Because people need to know who did it. Because this is the way that God is made known to people. You can't, you, you can't engage people about God and not tell them about what he did. The reason he's doing what he did was so that you can tell them what he did so they would let him do what he did to you in their life. In their life. He wants people to know who he is. Thanks is how they get to know. It's one of the ways people get to know. I'm thankful for God's presence in my life, for the people that he's placed in my life to love and support me and push me and guide me and correct me when needed. I'm thankful for the lessons and the challenges that he places in my path. And this year, uh, in particular, I'm thankful for my family and my health. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Now we get a why. For he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. It's not so much um, 
when we look at things, the reason why it's hard for people to get in a spirit of thankfulness a lot of times is because they don't see anything good in their life because their definition of good is off. It's hard to recognize good when you don't have a proper description of them. It would be like if somebody committed a crime and the police came to take a report and they ask you, what do they look like? We have to catch this person in order to catch them. We need to know what they look like. And when they ask you, your description is vague. Now imagine if your description was precise and vivid, then they would be able to have a direct idea of who this person is and be able to find him and pick him out amongst people. This is what's wrong. We have a vague perception of what good is. And so even when you look at people who are sad and say life's not working out, ask them what would life have to look like for life to be working out. When they say nothing's good is happening to them, ask them what good looks like. Because ultimately, if good doesn't look like God, it's not good. I hate to break that to people. Like, you're happy or sad based on good fortunes, not based on a good God. And ultimately, if you think God looks like his fortune, you have no clue who God is. And you ultimately will be in a place where you have no idea how and who and why to be thankful. This thankfulness that we have came because we now have a direct description of what good is. I can say my life is good now because my life is God and because God is good. I can say my life is good now, even though some situations haven't changed from back when I thought life was bad. But it's good now because I see God in it. And if God's in it, then it's good because God is good. Oh my goodness. This is awesome Thanksgiving to me, man. I can give thanks to God because he is good. I couldn't give thanks before because I had a wrong perception of good and I couldn't find him in my life. I thought good was money and I didn't have none. So I couldn't find good in my life. So I had nothing to give thanks for. I thought good was people. So I ain't had no good people in my life. So I thought life was bad and I had no reason to give thanks. I thought opportunities and jobs and careers and financial blessings and opportunities and success was surrounding my level of position of stature and reputation in this world. And when those things got could not be found in my life Then I thought it was no good in my life Therefore I could not find Anything To give thanks about I was not in the holiday spirit Because I wasn't in a thankful spirit I wasn't in a thankful spirit Because I didn't give thanks to God Because I didn't see God in my life He was there He was there But I wasn't looking for God I was looking for good and since good didn't look like God, I didn't find no good and I didn't find no God in my life. He said, but now that we know that God is good, not God did good, but he is good.
See, for some people, they just want God to do good in their life, their definition of good. But for some people, they realize God is good and where he is and where his hand is, that hand that we no longer draw away from just because it hurt. The hand that we no longer retract and re- repulse from. Just because instead of giving, he's taking. At times in our life, God is taking rather than giving. But even then, because it's still his hand, it's good. And since it's good, I give thanks. Imagine giving to somebody even when they take. Man. To give thanks to God even when he takes from us. That only happens when you understand. It's not what's in his hand that's good. It's his hand that's good. It says, for his steadfast love endures forever. I don't give thanks Only because he's good, but also because his love endures. That means if his love is, is, if a quality of his love is that it endures, then we understand there's an enemy to his love. We understand it. There is an environment that's not conducive to his love. I want you to understand it like this. Imagine that you're in the a blizzard and in a blizzard you can it's not a matter of whether you can you can be in the snow it's can you be in that blizzard condition for extended periods of time and you have to have so many elements to make sure that you can contend with the elements over a period of time yeah you can run outside in the snow in a blizzard with no coat on for 10 minutes maybe Can you stay out there for hours? No. Not and survive? This world is cold. This world and everything that's in it is cold. Sometimes we think that we can handle it just because we've been in it for a period of time. But can you consistently be in it? Can you endure over time? See, that's how God's love is. God's love endures in the harsh environments of this world. God's love endures in the harsh environments of the circumstances we face. And because of that, he is worthy of thanks. The same way if you were in the cold and somebody came and brought you a coat, they would be worthy of thanks. His love is that coat. His love is that protection. His love is that heat in the midst of cold, harsh Elements They endure I can be in any place And I can be there as long as God wants me to be there Because his love endures forever His love outlasts every hurt His love outlasts every pain His love outlasts every joy See some of the things that y'all get so excited about They have no consistency They have no long lasting effects As they say in our line of work They're not evergreen 
And so when you're in positions where you're looking for things to make you happy, but they only can do it for a limited time, you're constantly in a place of chasing things and never in a place of peace, satisfaction, contentment. So I understand why you can't give thanks. You're too busy still chasing. I understand why you can't give thanks because you're too busy focused on what you don't have. He said, but when you have something and that something goes nowhere, it's consistently there. It is because of who God is and his love, what his love is, that we're in a place to give thanks. I'm so thankful. And when people ask me what I'm so thankful about, I'm just thankful for the fact that God's hand is on me and he's good. I'm so thankful that God's love is on me. And it's good and it sustains and it endures forever. See, Second Chronicles 5.13 even tells us, it says, And it was the duty of the trumpeters and singers to make themselves heard in unison in praise and thanksgiving. To the Lord, and when the song was raised in the trumpets and cymbals and other in- musical instruments, in praise to the Lord, and they said in unison, "For He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever." You can find that passage constantly throughout the Scriptures, because it is a fact by which motivates our thanksgiving. We don't need new reasons to give new thanks. We need the same reason to give new thanks because that reason always takes us to a new place. It is the vehicle in which takes us from one glory to the next. His being good and his love takes me so many places that I'm always in a new place of thanks. He says, it's their duty. And he says, the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. Man, just to be in a place of worship, to be in a place of thanks. So much that the house fills with a cloud. By them doing something that was their duty, David didn't even leave it to them to feel like it. I think a lot of times we get caught up in trying to feel like giving thanks. I think that's why I started to kind of make myself aware of like, it's not about, oh, I feel like I'm in the Christmas spirit or in the holiday spirit. He said, this is a thing that you should be in because it's your duty. You should always be in a spirit of thankfulness because I'm always good. And I'm always given love that endures forever. If he's always there and he's always in these places, then I should always be in a place of thanks. It's my duty. It's my duty to express this in every way that I can. So just like the trumpeter and the singers, whatever way that you can, I believe everybody should sing praise and thanks. I believe that everybody who has other gifts or talents or any other means in which to extol and thank God should do so because it's hard. Happy Thanksgiving. This is Ashley Hall. 
I'm thankful for my husband, for my kids, for life, for health. Um, I'm thankful for the preparation of the next season. And I hope that everyone has a good Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for just life. Thankful for my kids being healthy. Thankful for my wife being healthy. Thankful for the opportunity to either even uh, be able to even say I'm thankful today. I'm thankful for uh, my parents. Thankful for my my family, like my brothers and sisters. I'm also thankful for all the abilities and skills that God has gifted me with. The many uses of my hands. I'm thankful for the, the just those abilities. I'm also thankful for seeing God in my life through the wins and the losses. It's exciting to me. Makes me so happy. And I hope this this talk just made you happy too. It's just being in a place of thankfulness. Understanding that this is how we respond to God. Understanding he does his best work in the moments just like this. Um, it put me in a good place. Just, just understanding what this is all about and what Thanksgiving is beyond the holiday and what being in the spirit is beyond the holiday spirit and to be thankful that I can transcend those things whether you got money to buy people gifts or not whether you got money to put a big turkey on the table or not doesn't matter doesn't Just as long as you know, God is good. Episode 91, Real Church Matters. I'm Forrest Hall. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. God bless.